Kia ora, each Wednesday here on Afternoons, we invite a guest for our Collector's Corner segment to talk about their amazing collections. We've talked to people who collect chocolate wrappers and knives and all sorts of other things. We love hearing about people's passions and how they've grown. So if you have a collection of something interesting or you know of someone who's amassed a certain type of object or specific art or themed artefacts, please get in touch. You can uh, tip us off by emailing to jesse at rnz.co.nz. This week our guest is Will Wright, who collects, restores and sells film posters. Uh, He reckons he's got tens of thousands and he joins me now as we chat to Will. You're welcome to check out a small sample of his posters on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash jesse. Hi, Will. Hi, Jesse. How are you? Good. Looking forward to talking about your posters. Can you give us a bit of your background first, though? Okay. Um, I suppose I'm originally from the UK, as you may have guessed. Um, born in 75. So, um, oh, good year, mate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Say same as you, I take it. Yeah, that's right. So okay, we'll uh, okay. probably got a similar sort of uh, upbringing when it came, oh. comes to the, the movies that made an impact on us. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, my... my my parents um, were like servants in like a stately home, so like the Downton Abbey type of thing. Yeah. So they were away quite a bit, you know, from early, you know, from sunrise to sunset. So we had to entertain ourselves a lot. <laughs> and, you know, British television in the 70s and 80s, not sure how it was over here, but we'd be constantly playing old movies, you know, a lot of the old Bonds and Carry On films, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So so um, I had to immerse myself in movies, you know, from, from a young age. And and then as time went on, you know, I either stayed in the house and listened to my sisters play Spandau Ballet and Duran Duran, or I can go to the cinema. So I'd obviously go to the cinema and, and, and just, just, you know, I think my first film I watched was Return of the Jedi, I think in 83. I remember t- we'd been taken to see that and just in awe of all the displays and, 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 and the artistry and trying to advertise it. Yeah, um, I am. Um I got in trouble with my family because I got a spoiler in that a major spoiler from that film at school, and I told them all proudly in the car on the way to the movie. They never forgave me for it. But yeah, the the artwork in Return of the Jedi is, of course, particularly spectacular. Yeah, oh, definitely. And, and you know, again, I suppose like most children, I had the old posters on on my wall, I had like yeah. E.T. and Star Wars, yeah, yeah. my bedroom wall. Um, and yeah, I, I went on to join the army at sixteen, and and. As kind of a break from that at weekends, again, I just go to the local cinemas and just watch old films, um, you know, in, in all the old movies, and which is a bit of a shame, I suppose, compared to today where, you know, people get spoilers, like you were saying, from social media or YouTube, you know, you kind of know what's going to happen before you go and see it. Yeah. Whereas obviously back in the 80s now time, you know, it was that sense of excitement. A bit more magical, eh? You'd go along yeah, and you didn't yeah. know quite what to expect over the next couple of hours. Yeah, definitely. No, definitely. And... Yeah, and you know, in my sort of twenties, sort of sort of reminisce about your, your your early childhood. I decided to collect posters from the eighties, particularly you know the Goonies, Back to the Future sort of stuff, and, and Terminator. And um, yeah, from there, I was in the military fifteen years, and I've travelled quite a bit, and I always try and check out the local cinema yeah. and, and, and the old posters kicking around, and go from there. And I left the army in two thousand and five, uh, fifteen years, and. Went to work for a company called Bapti, who provided all the weapons for film sets. So huh. how to use the firearms and did all the all the weapons. Gosh, the you know. And, so and was that, that three years? What, no, was that like uh, a, a, I suppose, a, a planned thing to combine your love of movies and your experience in but, in the army? Well, it was pretty much. Eventually, like my, my my job in the army was was was, was to be an armorer. So I 
again, train the people how to use the firearms, keep the weapons working, you know, machine guns and stuff. And and then I had a friend who left the military and work, went to work for Bapti, and, and, and he asked me to help him on Doctor Who one weekend in Cardiff and, and with the BBC, and, and I just stayed for three seasons, and I was doing Doctor Who, and then from there over to, 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 to doing more mainstream movies at Pinewood and Shepparton for three years. Mm, famous yeah, names. Yeah, How did you end up here in New Zealand? Um, before I left the British Army, I was aware that the Defence Force was doing a big drive to try and recruit um, British, British senior NCOs and, and, and officers over, much like the nursing and doctor kind of tool in the UK at the moment. It was similar to, um, for the armed forces. Um, so I got a call in 2008. That was a vacancy at Burnham in, in, in Christchurch. So I came over and served three years just training up the guys and went to Wairu to train the officer cadets, etc. And then the earthquake hit um, upon my return to Christchurch um, actually a couple of weeks after I returned. So I just spent a year doing all the civil defence and the operations room and the cordons, etc. Gosh. Yeah, it's it quite busy. You've had an awesome life. Oh, <laughs> in some ways, yeah, I'm sure in some, some, yeah, some aspects of the army are, you know, are, are amazing and you always tend to reminisce about the good things. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, but but yeah, you just got I, th- you've got through a few different careers. You're only, I was going to say, you're only young. You're my age, so it seems uh, young to me. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, both, both 48, I suppose. But, but yeah, we, I mean, well, you know, I was in the military for almost 20 years total. And between the two militaries, you know, also kind of, I kind of classed the weapons sort of role in, in, on film sets as still kind of being in the military. Mm. You know, every, every day just working with weapons systems, etc. Um, so when I left that, Having obviously living in Christchurch, I went into project management for the art centre rebuild, the old heritage sort of art centre. Yeah. Um, spent three years doing that, and um, the whole time whilst I was based at Burnham and, and doing project management, weekends I'd go from Invercargill to Russell, just hunting down old cinema sort of employees and, and, and owners and really? their garages, you know, picking at sort of their garages and attics, and I'd, I'd I'd amass tens of thousands of posters doing that, and. Huh. Um, yeah, and well, was there a moment, Will, where where you thought, "Oh, I'm going to focus on posters now"? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I suppose like not necessarily midlife crisis, but most people in the reminisce about their childhoods. You know, I had the old, the old Star Wars action figures and some other, you know, vinyl, you know, and other things. I kind of it got out of control. I had so much stuff that I was moving from A to B whenever I moved. I just <laughs> thought, okay, just just focus on one thing, which was the posters. So, you know, in my lounge, I've got like kind of where I started off, which is Star Wars, you know, as a kid collecting my childhood posters. And then beside that, um, a 1913 poster for a film called, called Ivanhoe, which is um, an early silent film. And it kind of it kind of shows where I started with the childhood films and kind of where I ended up, my passion being, has been as being the early pre-war kind of cinema, you know, the early silent movies, the early talkies. Because um, their, their artwork is just it's just stunning. Um, what I like about things. you so far, Will, is is that you're collecting these because you love them deeply. It's not just oh, no, a sure. it's, it's not just a little um, obsession you've got where you're collecting them for the sake of collecting them. You actually really get some joy out of these posters. Almost definitely. I mean, I mean, you know, because obviously back, I mean, I mean, back in our time when we want when we wanted to go to, to go to the cinema, we're looking in the newspaper. You have a list in the press of who were showing what. And that's pretty much it. You know, there's been no YouTube or social media to, 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 to plug it. Whereas going back even pre-war, all they had was the display out front of the cinema, you know, their marquees, their, their, their posters, their signage. And it had to be that, that good to force you to come in and buy a ticket, you know, because um, pre, pre-television, pre, pre, you know, the other source of entertainment then was just the theatre. So 
there was a lot of competition in those days. I mean, you had the first, I suppose, recorded film being 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 sort of shown to the public was the Lumiere Brothers in Paris in in, in, 19, in 1895, and then the first feature film was 1909 in Australia um, about about Ned Kelly, um, and it, it was still very new. It was like the internet when it first came out. It was like this new thing, mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of playing with different websites and like social media, you know, different things. And then in like the 20s, it really took off. And um, but then of course mid mid 20s, like 26, it kind of moved to talkies. So talkies took us six or seven years to come out eventually, like 30, 31, before the transition from silent screen to to to, to, to speaking films. And um, because of that. There was no need for old technology anymore, so people didn't tend to show the silence. And because they weren't showing the silence, they didn't keep the posters. Um, so a lot of that stuff was disposed of. And then, of course, nitrate film was very flammable. So in the mid-30s, there, there were lots of old cinema fires, and especially the Fox Film Studios in 30s, 36, 37 burnt down because their film vault went up. So all their silent movie poster collect, um, collection, sorry, a film collection all went when, and because that happened with the devastation, a lot of film studios did the same. They just disposed of this old nitrate film. So, so for a lot of those films, all that survives is, is the poster. Um, but then two or three years later, World War II started, and all the major countries started a mass, mass paper drive. So anyone who had you know, surplus paper, you know, newspapers, printers, send it in to be pulped for the war effort, to turn huh. to maps, etc. So, so to find anything pre-war yeah. is really hard now. Um, so, so anything that I have in, in the collection from that has usually come from under carpet finds or in, within walls during demolitions. Um, I had a roll of posters from an old cinema that burnt down on the west coast in Greymouth in the 1980s. And a fireman going through the, the ruins found this tightly rolled sort of roll of posters. We ate the outside of it was singed. Um, went, it, it was given to a local, um, a, 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 a local museum who closed and eventually came my way. And uh, every year I send, you know, about 10 of them to America to be restored, huh. um, to spawn on, on display. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it is a labor can, of love. Can I just, yeah, and can I ask, are they still a thing, movie posters? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it, I suppose, um, more so nowadays, kind of Photoshop, you know, cast montages, you know, photographs, photographic type of things. They still use them. A lot, a lot of screens, a lot of cinemas now go digital screens. Um, but still need the uh, artwork designing. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, you know, they tend to use the same sort of template. Um, whereas years ago, especially in, in, in the early early days, um, they'd get established artists who would sign the work. So our posters would mainly come from America and Australia. So um, the larger ones are America usually. And some of the early Australian artists, you had like Wynne Davis, John Richardson, Etc. Who, who were fantastic artists, and, and, and I've got some other pieces in, 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 in the collection. And then I suppose artists um, that we we, don't, we won't necessarily know the names, but you know their artwork. So, so, so Roger Castle from the seventies and eighties did Jaws, the famous Jaws wow, artwork. Yeah. You know, shark going out with the with Titan and yeah. Swimmer. Empire Strikes Back. You had Drew Struzan, um, American artist, still going. Rambo, Back to the Future, Goonies, Big Trouble Little China, Star Wars. You know, so all. It's all artwork that's kind of part of a pop culture that, 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 that you'll know if you saw it, but you just don't know who the artist is. Um, whereas today, yeah, they, they tend to go for a, a safe kind mm. of artwork. Um, 
yeah, just you know, there's plenty. I'm sure there's plenty of art students out there who could be approached who would do something different. But I suppose the film studios kind of have a set artist or, or company they use and just go with a safe option. Um, yeah, and I suppose there's no need to pump so much money into advertising via posters these days with so many social media sort of ways of doing it. Can you? Um, uh, I mentioned I've got some of your uh, posters up on our website for people to okay. take a take a look. Could you um, finish by telling us about a couple of your favourites? Oh, I suppose the downstairs in the hallway. I suppose we have our sort of nineteen twenties collection. Um, so one of my favourites would be would be the Lost World, which is a um, nineteen twenty, I think twenty five film, which was one of the first stop motion animation films. So. So Willis O'Brien was was a stop motion artist on that, and um, that, that was the first his sort of first motion picture. And from there, he did King Kong afterwards. So he's very, I think Kong, King Kong kind of made him a household name for doing it. Um, this is Lost World's a dinosaur movie. Yeah, so, 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 so Lost World's a dinosaur. So, so it's much like King Kong, where his adventures go into the you know the jungle and they find a dinosaur still living. I think it goes back to London and, and it destroys London, part of London. It's sort of like King Kong, where finding the jungle goes back to New York and and and, and hits the Empire State Building, sort of thing. But it's uh, so, so, so that's one of the ones that was saved from the fire. It's, it's spent almost six months in America being restored. Gosh. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, so that's what they. So like my, my social media pages, um, Facebook and Instagram, uh, where I kind of show off. What's in the permanent collection? Yeah, and, and, and I'm, I'm out of time, Will. So oh, um, people can start on on our page, and then if they want yeah. to see more, apart from Wonderful. coming around to your house, where I understand you've got about seventy um, posters uh, on yeah, display, we have, and, 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 we, and we've approached Christchurch Art Gallery for an exhibition oh, sort of for next year, yeah, that'd in, be in good. line with film festival. So yeah, yeah. Drop me a okay. note if that happens, and in the meantime, what's your uh, Instagram handle? Oh, just film poster gallery um, at NZ film poster gallery. And said, uh, so Facebook and and Instagram, um, just our restoration updates, new additions to collection, and any future exhibitions we have on there. Good stuff. Really nice to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot. Will Wright, who has tens of thousands of movie posters.